Hi everyone, Cal here. I just wanted to pop in for a second before the actual episode to say that the main topic of this episode, we say we list as being, or I say during the episode as being, body image. I just felt like I wanted to make a clarification that it's actually much more narrow and focused than body image that... Um, JB and I discuss weight management, struggles with weight that we've had, which is related to body image, but body image is a much broader topic, and I don't feel the original intent was to have this be a body image episode, but it ended up being that the focus was about, and it ended up being weight management in general and living a healthy lifestyle, but all throughout we use body image and it's not I just wanted to make that clarification that it's it's definitely much narrower in focus than talking about the broad gamut of body image and that'll definitely be something that we discuss further in a, another episode because body image is too is too much of we realized during during this episode that body image in general is too big of a topic to try to deal with in one episode and we didn't even get a chance to touch on the media aspects and the impact of body image and and self-perception brought on by external forces too much it was mostly just struggles with looking good in the lifestyle essentially all right everybody with that enjoy the episode 20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. We're talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. What about my three-way? This is a new generation of swingers. Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. This is episode 32, and I'm not Cal. And I'm not JB. What, what? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? So, we've debated about doing this for a while. It's kind of like ripping off a Band-Aid. Uh, when we started swinging well, around... Well, we'd actually debated it. It came up, I think, either last episode or the episode before that, where we even, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, we've debated it for a few episodes, but mm-hmm. when we started swinging around, we decided to use aliases. Cal and JB are not our real names. And we did that for a couple of reasons, but the primary reason was because we wanted to talk openly about local swingers events and swingers that we know and whatnot well it wasn't just that it was that you know we wanted to i said primary yeah we wanted to well first of all that's kind of the way that it's it's done in other podcasts there's other swinger podcasts and that was just kind of just like the norm so that was number one i mean not number one reason but that was you know a reason so we're like well we'll just follow that trend number two you know, or the other, you know, on another reason, they're not going in order of priority or anything, but another reason is that we just wanted to maintain our, um, our, anonymity. An, our anonymity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, you know, we are a little, when, when we started out, a little concerned about, oh, 
how is it going to go? People, we, people know our names. We don't want to, we're not out in our lives. And it was, Mm -hmm. and then we weren't sure the impact that was going to have on people that we knew. It was keeping that layer. Mm -hmm. And so here we are 15 months later after starting the podcast and we realize we, it's definitely not necessary. We don't need our aliases. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's not a necessary part. It's just like what our, our philosophy is for, not for putting our pictures, our face pictures on um, swing on our swinging profiles, um, and not having anything blurred out is because if you're already if you're already on the site, then then you're on the site. You're who are we trying to hide from? Because you're already there. Are you gonna mm-hmm. out us by saying that we saw you on our swinger website? Because then that just means clearly, obviously, that you were on the site as well. So yep. it doesn't. And and for me, that was never a concern. It was more that we would censor ourselves because we'd be afraid that people knew who we were. But yeah. you know what? People know who we are anyway. Yeah, I mean, now we- when we go to swinger events, if we have listeners there, they find us anyway. Because you guys have our profile. You've got our yeah. our name on Cassidy. Most and, of, a lot of you have figured out who we are on SLS. And, and so- when you when you meet and when you meet us in person, we've met listeners in person, and we just introduce ourselves as ourselves. And yeah, so then it becomes weird because now you've got this dual role. Yeah, and. And then, and, you and know, then we found even, out you slipped up in the last episode. Well, well I don't know if it was the last one. We recently, <laughs> or a previous we recently just got an email um, from a very nice, very nice listener. Um, and in the in the episode, she mentioned that you know we had messed up, and that's another part too. Why I don't, why I'm looking forward to coming out with our real names is because then I don't, we, I don't have to. I'm the one that does the editing for the podcast. You just sit down and record. Yeah, I do a lot of other things in no, the background, you, though. No, you, you usually... I strip, I show my tits, I distract you. You, you usually are the... You usually... I do the social the, media Are the aspects. primary agenda... Uh, agenda. Agenda. <laughs> I'm a gender. You're, you usually come up with the Female. agendas, although we started to split that up even more. So you have your roles, too, and we, we both have our roles in terms of producing this podcast, and editing's annoying when... It's the for anybody out there who does any sort of audio editing or any editing, the fewer edits you need to make, the easier it is. Just the easier your life is, and so trying to go back and make make edits and take out our names, and if 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 we slip up, I don't write that down the time. Then it's oh, I know I said our name somewhere in this episode, trying to mm-hmm. scrub back and find it, and then so clearly we slipped up too. Um, so then you know it's it takes the editing burden off, and the other thing too is that. I realized this a while ago, but even even usually when we sign our emails on swinging on our swinging emails, we'll sign mm-hmm. our real names. And even when we politely decline somebody's, you know, somebody sends an email and they're not, we we don't feel like they're compatible. Usually, I would still write our response and sign it best with our actual names. And I and you know, I had thought about that a while ago that we're giving our real names to individuals that we don't even want to. That we're not even gonna that swing we don't with. Know. That we, yeah. uh, we we don't know, and so our listeners deserve the same courtesy. So for all of those reasons, it's about time we come out. So well, we're not coming out for like out of the lifestyle. We're just revealing our names. We're coming out for our names. It's the big name reveal. Mm-hmm. Although I clearly slipped up because the email referenced your real name by, and it was right. So it was correct. So I yeah. definitely <laughs> they figured out who we were. Yeah. So um. So I'm Danny, and I'm Heidi. And, and if I, you want to still call us Kale and JB, that's fine too. Yeah, because I I recognize that it's weird 
to Dead have host to have names. podcast hosts change their names. I I recognize that that's weird because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I you know ranging from movies, technology, and, you know comics, video games, all kinds of different swinging, all kinds of different podcasts. And it would be weird if you know mm-hmm. a number of episodes in, if the hosts were just like, nope, we're going by this. But yeah, so feel free to call me JB and call him Cal, whatever. But if he calls me Heidi and I call him Danny, well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's who we are. So you have here written on the agenda that you wrote, um, you know, where the names came from. So might as well talk about that. It's nothing special. Um, I'm a huge Superman fan. And for those of you who know anything about Superman, his birth name from Krypton is Kal-El. So I just went with Cal. Yep. And if you've been on our Facebook page... You need a last name on Facebook as well, so you actually go by Cal West. Oh, that's so, also that's to a... add to the dorkiness, well, well no geekiness. You don't like to be dork; it's geeky. Well, and you know that's just because West is kind of a cool last name. Plus, it's um um another comic book reference. Actually, I mean West is kind of just a cliche, you know, fake last name. Um, uh, well, you were really doing it from Wally West. Yes, Wally West, the second Flash. Um, the who took over for Bailey, Barry Allen after the crisis on Infinite Earths. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's where Cal West comes from, and then JB just comes from Jelly Bean is a little nickname, a little pet name that I have for mm-hmm. Heidi. So and we never gave me a last name; it's just always been JB. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't when we were registering for all the stuff. You, we, you, we didn't need a last name for you, so you were just you're like Madonna. Mm-hmm. JB I don't need and, a last name. JB's good enough. JB and sexy. So <laughs> there you have it. It'll be. It might be kind of weird, but if it's if it's weird, just keep thinking about us as Cal and JB. Yep, that's fine. So let's go ahead and keep going through some lifestyle chat. What do we got? So just wanted to remind our listeners that we have a phone number now. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, or just call and leave us an orgasm, whatever you want to do, we'd love to hear it. And if you're comfortable with that, we'll play it on air. You can reach us at. 415-7-SWING-7. Yeah. And that just goes straight to a voicemail. No one, You don't have to worry about anybody answering the phone or anything. Yeah, we're we're not actively monitoring that phone, so it's not going to like... Um, I almost said... I've, I've, I have gotten pretty good about saying JB because I almost said, you know, it's not like JB is going to answer the phone, but... You can still say that. I can. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to... It's easier to say Heidi. I'll probably 50-50 it. Well, I mean, that's... I mean, that works. Cal's like your sexy super ego or it's alter true. ego it's true it is kind of sad to completely give it away um or to to, to give up or to, to give up you know the mm-hmm. the name because it it's is kind of hot it is kind of fun i mean one of my you know i one of our one of my christmas presents to you was from cal and i think one of yours to me this year was mm-hmm. from jb so i mean it is kind of fun so we might flip-flop which also was probably going to be weird for the <laughs> listeners but i don't know i've kind of i've kind of gotten the habit of either using JB and then try not to use Heidi. So now I don't have to worry about if I slip on either one. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And um, so what, what What else we got here? Oh, well, go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything. I, you started to open your mouth. I, I don't know why. Well, go ahead. I was I was miming a blowjob. <laughs> go ahead. So also, um, thanks to everybody who's joined our Cassidy site. That's growing our Cassidy community. Yeah, the Cassidy the and sw- our Facebook community. The swinging so around the swinging around in Facebook communities are pretty fun. Um I I definitely think that it's on us to be to really be to engage the community and but it's 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 fun to have this community that these are 
like we can put some some pictures to some to some listeners as well. Um, I think we got twenty three people who are signed up on the casting community, and it's cool. It's just fun to put some put some faces to some of our listeners. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like we, we every listener has emailed us or we've had direct communication, but I, I don't know. It's it's you know it's, it's great to see you sexies out there. We have a lot of sexy people who yeah, listen to our yeah. show. Yeah, and it definitely oh, man, takes there's it, some hotties, it, it, men and women. It it takes it from just being. You know, us sitting here and talking out to a nameless and faceless audience, except mm-hmm. for when we get um, emails, but then we can see faces. We can, you know, get more engaged and interactive, and, and so it's, it, it's it's cool, and mm-hmm. definitely surprised at, the, at how fast it's growing. Yep. And, and on that note, we wanted to mention that we're going to Desire in November. It's going to be Swinging Around in Desire, and it's November uh, of 2014, the 8th through the 15th. We're actually going with the Life on the Swing Set trip Yeah, so another if, lifestyle podcast. So I don't want to take credit them. from them. It is not... It's not a swinging around it is, sponsored it is swing event. around in desire. It's but well, 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 we are going to be We're there. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. So it is swinging around in desire, but I don't want to take credit at all. It's it's yeah. Their, we didn't set it up. It's their life trip. On the, life on the swing sets. Life on the swing sets trip. So, um, but we're going to be there, and it'd be great to have other listeners there too. Yeah, anybody who listens to our show would be it would be it would it'd be cool to meet some people who might be going on that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and this is we're not trying to you know we don't have like a, a synergy where we're saying oh we'll promote you you promote us or whatever we're just going so we'd like to yeah we were let just gonna, listeners know we were going to go to Desire sometime around we we knew we wanted to go sometime. In the fallish time frame of this year, um, our little guy will be bigger by then. He'll be he'll be over a year. He'll be so. yeah, a year and a quarter or whatnot. Or yeah, yeah. Um, and so by we, little guy, we're not referring to Cal's penis. <laughs> so we knew that we wanted to go sometime at the end of the year, and it just happened to align where uh, Cooper announced that Cooper, uh, the host of Sex or um, Life on the Swing Set. Yeah, he announced you know when they were doing their third annual. Life on the Swing Set trip, and it was the beginning of, of November, so it was perfect. It was um, mm-hmm. it worked out perfect for when we wanted to go. We've we've only been to Desire one other time, and it was not with a group, and we still had a great we had a great time. But well, from what we hear, going with a group is takes it to the next level. Yeah. So so definitely looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So one other thing that I wanted to talk about, actually, I think this is something you wanted to talk about, was kind of email etiquette, I guess you could say, or something that we're choosing not to do. We've we've had different episodes about responding to emails and sending emails to couples that you want to talk to or talk about, and we've noticed this trend where we're starting to get emails that just say hi and have a phone number, or we've we've gotten uh, probably two or three occasions now an email through SLS that'll say we think you're sexy, have her text us, and her will be in capitals, like I guess referring to me, and. To us, it's an annoying trend because we're not going to just send random text messages or call a phone number for people well, that we've never had any kind of contact with, other than viewing their their well, yeah, profile. The, it isn't. It isn't just that. It's that just. Do you really care about? Did you even read our profile? If all if all you can manage to send is a one line is a one line message, then it's not even worth my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. I'm wondering if for the other couple it might be hot 
just to like get a random call from people they've never had contact with. I wonder if that's part of the reason or if they're just putting out so many feelers that that's all they have the time to write because that's, they're, you that know, seems like, just like mass emailing people. Well, you know, you're always speculating, but that seems like what it is to me is this, hey, we're, you know, we're shooting off 100 emails yep. to people. That's or, the impression or I even get if, too. Even if that's not what it is, if, 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 if all you can manage to, if, if all you can muster in your email is, is, um, want to get together and a phone number, I'm, I'm not even going to respond. And that's partially why we wanted to talk about it is just to say that we don't like when people send those emails and it's mm-hmm. very annoying. And it's, it seems like we have been getting more of those in the last, yeah, I'd, in the I'd last be curious so. to but, know what other, if, if other people are noticing that trend as well. So well, if you've, I think if you've that's noticed that or if, if you've noticed that or as an increasing trend, let us know. I, I'm just curious. And then if you're somebody who does that, I'm curious to know why. You know, maybe I, I it's we don't know what the flip side of the coin is, well, so there true. could be legitimate that's reasons. True. We're speculating. And it, it isn't like this is a new tr- I mean, we've seen the uh, the uptick in these types of emails has increased for mm-hmm. us in the last, you know, month or so, but it's 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 always as happened. long as swinger sites are have, have existed, people are going to send, you know, short messages right. just throwing the net out there. Um but I wanted to bring it up just because at first it felt a little hypocritical because we've always said we want to respond to every email or and, and that yep. is good swinger etiquette is to respond. If somebody takes the time to shoot you a message just to be courteous and to reply to them, yep. even whether if it's, it's good or bad, even if you have a canned response that you say when, when, mm-hmm. when things aren't, when you don't think you'll be compatible or whatever it is, if it's, if it's someone even that you don't think you'd want to play with, at least still respond. Even so if it's courteous. short, but still keep it longer than, you know, one sentence uh, in most cases. But yeah, like a, we always hey, try thanks, to respond. Thanks for checking out our profile. Yeah. Sorry, I just don't think it's going to work out. Or we're but, really busy in the next few weeks. Or, you know, whatever. But for for these really, really short one-liners, you know, the want to fuck with a question mark and, and email us. And we've never had any kind of uh, conversation with you or never had any sort of... Um, we have had no contact with you whatsoever. I don't. I'm don't. I'm not. I'm not going to feel bad about not sending an email. Yeah, I agree because they couldn't take the time to put together a cogniz like a cognitive. Here's you know, lay out some thoughts. If they couldn't take the time to do that, why should I take the time to respond? It's like you'd actually be putting more time in your response than they put in in their initial feeling out. You know, email. Yeah, so it's not worth it. Yeah. So that's just. Just wanted to bring that up and just. Just say how much that is. Those emails are annoying because it makes me not even want to view your profile. It makes me not even want. It just, just the, it's 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 a horrible first impression that you get, and that's not what you. Mm-hmm. It's not what you want when emails first impressions are huge in the lifestyle. You know, you shoot an email out and you try to. You're trying take... to to court them, really. That's kind of how I see it. You're trying to to get that initial spark going, like get a date. I, yeah, you want to. Would you do your... that on Match.com? Would you do that on eHarmony if you're trying to get a date with somebody? You send them a hey, want to fuck? Yeah. Well, maybe you. I mean, do. granted, we are a more sexual community, but I mean, maybe you do. I mean, yeah. Um... Neither one of us have online dated. Well, I guess that's but... not that's kind of correct to say. I think SLS is a form of well, online yeah. dating. Oh, it for sure is. It, it's not. It's just. As a couple, yeah, it's a, it's as a couple in an alternative lifestyle community. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we don't have experience with traditional. Uh, I don't how how would you just traditional dating websites? But mm-hmm. you know, I I, I bet it's the same. You know, it probably you, happens. You you shoot off a hundred emails out 
and 99 say no maybe you get one one email back and then you know you gotta you, then then you gotta lead well i guess if you send off that many emails probably the majority of them don't even respond like we like us well yeah yeah but for the you know just hey, like here's my number call me just like spam messages you shoot off so many that then you get one response and it's what's worth your while yeah like what's that uh statistic that uh, I, I I saw a statistic somewhere about how many spam emails need to be sent out for them to make a profit on you know the one percent that actually clicks on any mm-hmm. any link and actually spends money on spam. And it's it's so crazy to me that people do actually spend money on spam or get an email that's clearly spam and um and I don't remember that was really interesting. I can't remember it now, but there is a number. There is a on you know you send send out. Mm-hmm. 100,000 yeah, messages. Yeah, I, I guess you're just liking you this get... to that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we also talked about in a previous episode how we wanted to have sex in the snow. And we recently made that happen. We had the polar vortex that <laughs> just happened. Yeah, the polar vortex went through the Midwest and it just dumped a bunch of snow on us. Yeah, I think this was... The, what we're going to talk about happened just before it got really, really cold. Um, yeah, before the, the like minus twenties that we had, minus thirties and forties wind chill in Michigan. Yeah, for those of you not in the Midwest or or north northeastern part of the United States, last week, which would have been the first week of January, there was uh, polar vortex. I don't, I don't know uh, what that is. I mean, is. I'm not a meteorologist. So I don't. I'll probably get a bunch of the terms wrong. But and know, I've it, never heard of a polar vortex before until. It went through. So. Yeah, and it caused wind chills of minus 40, which was crazy. But just before it got really, really cold, we got dumped on with snow, a ton of snow. And But when it was snowing, it was the first day that we really got a lot, which I think was, I don't know, the Saturday or Sunday after Christmas Eve or, or Christmas, somewhere around New there. Year's. New Year's. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. New Year's. Yeah. So it was like January 2nd ish yeah um it was it was the what when i described the scenario of having sex in the snow which was my scenario that i thought would be hot it, i described it and like we looked outside and the scenario was happening it was the big fat snow that was coming down it was lots of snow was tons it, of snow it was wet and it wasn't too cold it was probably in the 30s well it, no it, it wasn't what it was cold enough where the snow wasn't it wasn't wet snow. It was, you know, things were... Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It was dry snow. It was it was, it was, was pretty dry. But it wasn't, like, ridiculously cold. Yeah, and there was a ton of it, and so we decided it was it was afternoon, bright... Well, it wasn't bright out. It was snowing, so it was, it was overcast, cloudy, but it was broad daylight where we bundled up to go outside to have sex. It was funny. Yep, we, we put on our boots and our jackets and our scarves and mittens and hats and all that, and... Went out on our, went out on our back deck, and... I was, and we were we were having sex. You were just standing up against the the railing, mm-hmm. and I was doing and I was fucking you from behind. And then we see our neighbor is out shoveling, shoveling in his backyard, and and he's a good what fifty seventy five yards away, and there's trees in between. Yeah, probably seventy yards. There's and it's it's wooded in between, but there's no foliage because it's winter. Yeah, well, so you can see through from him to us, but. That just added that little element of danger. Like, is he going to notice us over here yeah. in the little corner of our well, deck? Or at, at first, I thought, like, should we stop? And he wasn't really. He was kind of oblivious to what was going on, and he, and he wasn't facing us directly. Either. No, and he has the way his house is. He they have a raised deck, 
So he's essentially on a second story of his on the outside, and we're on our deck is on the first floor, just on the ground. Um, and so he wasn't really looking, and so just decided to take the risk. And even if, you know, and, and while we were having sex, it would just elevate it, it heightened yeah, how hot it was. He wouldn't have seen any skin, obviously, because it was cold, but I'm pretty sure he'd know what we were doing. Like yeah, me he... bent over the railing. <laughs> yeah, the only skin that was out was there's, just... There's nothing that, uh, nothing else we could have been doing. Yeah, the only skin that was exposed. I mean, we had gloves and hats and scars. The only, the only skin that was exposed is, is, um... The little, the amount of your bum that I had uh, pulled on your pants to, and, yep, and the amount enter, of like slowly the, enter from behind, and the amount of your, <laughs> the base of your Mister Man there, is about it. Yeah, it was hot. So I had that a good was time. that was definitely hot. I had a really good time, and that was it was a perfect scenario in terms of having sex in the snow, which we had talked about doing. So check that off the list. Mm-hmm. Check. So why don't we move on to our main topic? Because I we have plenty to talk about. It's a doozy. We should. I, I, what are you eighty? <laughs> it's a doozy. <laughs> well, I, I and I feel like it's like um, uh, one of the less lesser fun topics, just because it's time to time to uh, get, let's get serious. Time to get serious for a little bit. Well, no, our our topic this time is uh, um, is body image and body image and your body bodily perceptions are play a huge play a huge role in the lifestyle well yeah it's all about sex so you're constantly looking at yourself and how you feel about yourself and others it's it's i mean in the lifestyle you want to have sex that's what we want to do we want to make friends and get to know other like-minded open people yes that's that's all part of it i'm not gonna deny that but at the end of the day people are there to have sex either have a spiced up time with their significant other or have sex with other people Mm -hmm. and that's driven by physical chemistry. Yeah, it, physical attractiveness plays a plays a, a huge role, and so so it was. It's it's and it's, it's a topic that's near and dear to our hearts, just because we have you and I are foodies. We like to eat, so we struggle with we we struggle with our weight, and it, it's it's and it's been it's, a struggle, and mm-hmm. and there's you know been weight up and down, and and um. That's just something that we always struggle with, and actually, I didn't really want to. While while you were pregnant, we both, you know, you had put on weight during the pregnancy, and then I'll just throw it out there: I gained sixty pounds, <laughs> including the baby. I gained a lot of weight. It's true, and I'm what a little over five foot. That's a lot of weight for a short little person. Yeah, and I gained quite a bit too, just because when you take people who are foodies and love getting takeout and don't um then then you're in a situation where you're not really and working you can't work out as well you're not you working could, out. but i couldn't work yeah, out yeah and it traditionally it's, i mean i could still work out and well, i did i and worked I was, out every day while i was pregnant i was being lazy and yeah but we we still were eating horrible yeah oh yeah and i was limited i mean i couldn't jump i couldn't run um, i couldn't you know for the second trimester on so so i, I definitely wasn't balancing my calorie intake versus my output you know so i didn't gain as much as you uh but i mean i i gained a good 40 pounds but you had a baby mine was just pure yeah, pure I, I had an excuse pure chub please. going on um <laughs> and i just looked at those pictures of us we we gained a decent amount of weight it's, it's true <laughs> and so we've we've been working it and working it off and luckily we've gotten we've lost it all and more since mm-hmm. then and we're still working and so we're, and we're happy about that but i didn't really want to do this episode 
until because we this is an episode that was that's been on the books for a while that we knew we wanted to do a body image episode because it's every swing swinger out there i don't care who you are every swinger out there every every sexual individual out there Mm -hmm. has is i wouldn't concerned about what their body looks like yes exactly thinks about it think about it is is it's it's on their mind whether mm-hmm. or not they can they might be, be comfortable with it. They could be happy or... with where they are. Mm-hmm. They could be comfortable. They could have we could have work that they want to do. Um, but it's at least on your mind. So body image was it wasn't that we went thirty two episodes and just ignored it. It was number one. You know we had a bunch of other episodes we wanted to do that we were excited about. But also that I didn't really want to do this episode until I was you know I'm, I could talk about being you know talk about weight issues in the past tense and so. We were getting close to where I could do that, but not quite. You know, I still have some, have some, definitely some to go. And so it wasn't. And he says that, but I want to point out that he's lost pretty much all the weight that he had gained before. And Cal looks hot. Oh, like, I think I've, he looks fantastic. Oh, I've, I've so lost this, it all. This is his own personal goal and not like a. Well, yeah, I've lost it all and more, actually. Um, and so have you. So have you. Mm-hmm. Your breastfeeding is crazy in terms of. Um, in, it in, helps. in terms of weight loss, because you can eat um, just about as much as I can, and so for your size, yeah. that's I mean, not... I still have to watch what I eat because it's easy to overeat still, but I can eat more than a person of my weight normally would because I've got I burn more calories. Yeah, so yeah. So go breastfeeding. Uh, part of what I wanted to do um, for this episode was to take a little bit of a different approach. On I've listened to other podcasts that have talked about body image, and there's always the theme is that just be happy with the where you are and learning to accept where you are. And that's very important, and we're going to talk about that as well. But I do want to point out, I want to take a little bit of a different approach and, and discuss discuss that we you shouldn't... It's, you let, shouldn't just settle with, this well, is who I am. Let's be honest. In this lifestyle, people want to play with people that look good. And there is that... There is, um, that mindset and so now to avoid people thinking we're a douchebag couple because we're not we have played with people of all shapes and sizes well, it's, it's, it, because you can still be attracted to people but it's a bigger hurdle i think yeah i uh, i think I it agree. makes it that much more difficult to find people to play but with. i don't think yes but, but that doesn't mean that we won't play with people who but, aren't like tip-top perfectly i mean i'm not that worried about because we have i'm not that worried about how the listeners feel about us because i think that we've Got like I, th- I think if you listen to the episode, you get a good sense of who we are and our mindset. But I uh, I wanted to specifically take a little bit of a, a left approach in terms of this topic because the other podcasts that I've listened to when they talk about body image, it's predominantly learning to accept where you are, and that's very important. But I do just want to recognize that you just like you said, you do you you. There, I I think that if you're in this lifestyle, that it's worthwhile to, uh, to work to strive to better yourself physically. Yeah, I agree and with that. It's 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 healthier. It's healthier for you because I I I, I don't want to say that it's just because 
just purely for the physical looks. Because for the swinging aspect it is, but just for your own health. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to recognize there's some things you can't change and accept that. My boobs are what they are. Unless I surgically enhance them, they're not getting any bigger. Unless well, I they get got bigger with the baby. Yeah, that's starting to go away, though. You know, or or stretch marks are where they are. You know, there's, there's certain aspects of people that you might not necessarily be able to change without some kind of cosmetic something. So there is an extent of accept what you have. But I agree with you that be healthy too and and don't settle for you know the weight that you are i think that a lot of people uh you know can dedicate time and, to, to losing weight myself included so. and in the swinging community people want to play with people who look good well and and i think it part of it comes down to it shows that you care about yourself and you respect your body you know that's part mm-hmm. of it too like you yes, take good care you of take, yourself that you have some level of discipline and, and that you can exactly take care of yourself and you have enough pride in yourself that you strive that, that, that you strive to work on things mm-hmm. and god knows we all like it's being there's no doubt about it that being a foodie it's a struggle i mean oh yeah we've been on both sides of it of um, the, the you know fat versus thin kind of card you know and i mean so if we want to talk personally, I've we in the past have seesawed in terms of our weight. Personally, we've dropped when we got married. We lost a little bit of weight, even though we 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 didn't start off that much that big. But then we 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 dropped some weight. But then you get married and you slowly gain that back over a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then you spend a few, you know however many months it takes to lose that and then you seesaw and then and you go up and down and i think i'm at the point now where i really want to stop that seesawing i know that i can lose weight and that's usually not too much of an issue once i get disciplined to do it but the issue the problem with me personally is that um it usually doesn't become an issue until it's way overdue. To yeah, lose. yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is we've always said to each other, if I get too fat and you start being less attractive to me, you need to tell me. Which and you have said and, to me before, and, and you've said that to me too. But the fact of the matter is, it's usually thirty or forty pounds too late. Yes, you know, and... because you put on ten pounds, you still look hot to me. You put on twenty pounds, you still look hot to me. It takes a lot more weight, and even then, with the forty pounds, you still look good to me because I've watched you gain it incrementally. It's not until, like, you show me the picture of you from six months ago that I go, whoa, (laughs) where's your second, where's your neck? And it's just, it's, it's, it's just difficult to maintain and... So then you takes know, a lot of work and a in lot of the time. Se- in, in in the seesawing that we've done in the past, and hopefully we don't, we're on the track now to not do that. But in the seesawing, you know, you get really dedicated to working out and eating good. But then you sort of what I've has known has happened in the past is to sort of get at a weight where I'm happy at, and then bad habits creep back in. So you were good for four, five, six months. Mm-hmm. And then you get a craving and, for Mexican food. And then you get a craving for spaghetti. And then you have a swinging weekend where you drink all weekend because holy shit, alcohol is a lot of calories. And you drink. And then you're like, well, I've already had a bad weekend. Might as well get that Taco Bell. Fourth yeah. meal time. And then you're like, oh, I already had a bad weekend and a, and a fourth meal. Let's make some, I don't know, hamburger helper and eat the whole box. or you know, And it just spirals out of control. And the next thing you know... Your bad habits have creeped in, and you're eating McDonald's every other day with a big old Snickers bar. <laughs> well, York Patty for me. Neither one of us are Snickers people. 
Well, no, I I I, I like Snickers for sure. That's not but... your go-to. No, I, what would be my go-to candy bar? I I like I really like a good Hershey's with almonds. I'm a Reese's girl. Or I, York. Re, I like I like Reese's peanut butter cups too. I mean, there really isn't. You know what's really good? Twix peanut butter. Those are hard to find, but those are wow, those are so good. But like anyway, I, random tangent. Well, like like I've always said, I think that they should sell um, Cadbury eggs year round. Yeah, because you have. I go crazy in the April time frame. You know what we should which do? which contributes to weight gain. <laughs> We should, we should, next time we get a Cadbury egg, let's cut it in half. Let's open it up and dick your pe- or dip your penis in it and I'll suck off the juices. Although you don't get the benefit from the, from the egg. Let's do that. We can't put the Cadbury egg on the poon, so. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, I can make out with you afterwards. Get that delicious Secondhand cream and Cadbury cream. <laughs> um, so some of the steps in, I liken it to, in my mind, the way that, the way that they say that. Quitting smoking never works the first time. It, you got to do it more and more times. We've lost weight and gained it, gained weight numerous times. Yeah, and, and each I feel like each time you learn a new skill that helps you out the next time. And you get a new hat. You you learn new habits too, not just skills but habits. And mm-hmm. For me, I started off the first time I ever really dedicated time and effort to learning how to eat right and and losing weight was in college when my roommate and I joined Weight Watchers. And I had a lot of success with being Weight Watchers, but you have to pay for every single week that you go. And in college, you don't have a lot of money. So after a while, I stopped going. You know, I lost a decent amount of weight, and I was happy with where I was at, and so I stopped paying. And then, you know, slowly over the course of time, weight comes back, weight goes off. Mm-hmm. I always always maintained a reasonable workout schedule, but without that accountability, it was really hard for me to stay on track. And then you and I got engaged, and I introduced you to the Weight Watcher way. And so we decided to follow Weight Watchers again, just not going to the mm. meetings, but keeping I each d- other accountable. Actually, actually then I, I didn't follow it. I just limited calories. Oh, I thought you followed it, too. No, I followed it. No. Um, I don't think I did. That's a while ago now. Um, I don't think so. I, I think it was just calorie uh, limitations on myself and I, I guess that's what it has always come down to for us is limiting calories and watching how much you eat has been that that's been the biggest thing because we always work out and in your head you kind of get this idea of oh if i work out it'll balance out that cheeseburger that i ate but no it like you underestimate in your head the number of calories that are in the food that you eat a lot of times yeah the, the... and the portion sizes too i found that we incredibly underestimate especially cereal oh my god and I can eat. There is no joke that I can I can put away food. So a normal portion, what you should eat, is tough sometimes. Even even now, it's it's tough. I mean, what we will normally split, let's say, let's say a hamburger helper that we'll make, which and, is a, what it's a pound of ground beef, yeah, a pound, pound of, of hamburger meat plus the the noodles and the sauce. Yeah, well, we would normally split split that in half or split that where i'd eat half and you'd eat half and that'd be our dinner and that mm-hmm. the portion i could i can pound that out without a problem and That's, i would be pretty full after half but eh, i would be, I could eat it i mean i'd be satisfied i mean i'd be satisfied but i mean if i really wanted more i could go back for more mm-hmm. than that but a serving of hamburger helper is a fifth of it yeah and it's like oh man we just ate two and a half <laughs> times what we should eat and if you think about it i mean it's half a pound of ground beef yeah plus and, the and plus I love horrible foods. Pizza rolls, I can I can pound off like the Totino's forty the forty count bag, you know, the they have And a ramen. Oh man, your your sodium count's probably ridiculous when we eat that. And you know I found that when we started eating better, I felt healthier. Like since I've lost this weight, I've noticed that our sex has improved. Like I can 
I can sit on top and ride you to completion and not like huff and puff. Oh, I and was always were... a sexual beast. <laughs> yeah, but now you're beastier. <laughs> so, but it's true because you're hard to get off when I'm on top. Like it's hard for me to to do well, cowgirl and get you. I always am on... and get you to a hundred percent. It doesn't matter. I'm even. It, it doesn't matter what way. No matter what way you're at, I'm I'm one where it, it's tough for, to get me off when you're on top. But, Without me doing any, th- if I'm not doing any thrusting, mm-hmm. then, then it's it's tough. And I, and I actually I actually think that that's um just the position because when a girl's on top, usually you're grinding more as a man usually wants that in and out penetration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I think that's part of it is just the. the but I can get you off that way. No, and now you, that I've lost the weight, I can do it easier. No, you, you, which was my point. You but... can. You. You can, and so, but it's that. And usually that's, for me, like, several orgasms later, thanks it's to the grinding. But it's that friction um, that is lacking when a, when, a, when a woman's on top, for me at least, mm-hmm. for that. So one of the things that I really learned is that just, you had mentioned, working out does not balance out how much you eat if you don't eat. If the, you don't watch what you're if, eating. If you don't watch what you eat. Relatively closely. What you at eat, least for us, for foodies. What you eat is the most important what what you actually put in your mouth is the most important thing to maintaining Cock. a good to maintaining a good weight and working out just and semen doesn't have that many calories thankfully <laughs> working out supplements that and gets you and you can build muscle and you can at the burn same calories you, you can burn calories and and make that fat to, fat to muscle conversion work work a little bit faster mm-hmm. not to mention just make your overall body healthier but I learned that for sure. I I had already known that, but I got a hard dose of that reality while we, you were pregnant because you had mentioned that you worked out every every day, mm-hmm. and so did I. My workout regimen did not r- really go away while you were pregnant, but we just ate horribly. We so did really bad, and I think we lied to ourselves and we're like, "Oh, we're not eating as bad as we think." Well, it's like because oh, we'd the... have like two or three days during the week where we'd eat a reasonably sized meal, or you know, I'd cook some chicken or whatever, and it, you know, it wasn't bad. But then the other two or three or four days of the week, we would indulge in big heavings of homemade macaroni and cheese, or we'd get carry out, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I had a huge macaroni and cheese craving. That was your throughout thing most of my pregnant. pregnancy, and I would get one of those boxes of Velveeta shells and cheese and just eat the whole box, and I'd throw bacon in there. And so, so why don't we talk about things that have things that we've that that habits that we think have changed and what we need to do because moving forward, because we're both at a place right now where we're in we're, we're you know we're at that it's not seesawing. You yeah, we want to try and maintain. I can't now. say right now that we're not seesawing because. Uh, you know, we're on the it, down. We need to maintain. We'll to try to stay on the down. We need to maintain for a while. And, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I can't say for certain right now that we're not on the, you know, I, I, Just I don't know. Just on the down it, and we might if, go back up. It could be on the low or the high, I guess, on the seesaw, but mm-hmm. on the extreme. And so what's, what do we need to do moving forward to, to maintain where we are and to continue? Because we both have, would like to be in even better physiques. Yeah. And um now i'm all about and it's not just about the weight it's not about the numbers it's about the the inches how you look how you feel your waist yeah. size your yeah i body kinda, fat percentage i'm at the point where i'm kind of not worried about the actual the weight number anymore i'm so i'm at the because i'm pretty good i'm pretty happy with where the weight is but i would like to lose a little bit more percentage body fat and mm-hmm. so now i'm trying to 
measure that and, and worry about that. Like, I don't care if I'm not really gaining weight or, or if I'm not really losing weight because um, muscle weighs muscle weighs a lot too, and we're our workout regimens pretty pretty good, and so mm-hmm. I can't worry too much about how much I weigh because I'm at, I've gotten to the point where I'm not losing that much weight anymore. But there's definitely there's definitely there's still fat. body changes. There's definitely fat to happening. lose, and so now mm-hmm. it's that's the that's the number that I'm trying to get to go down is that fat percentage now, mm-hmm. not so much the scale. So I've done Weight Watchers many times. Started and stopped and started and stopped. And before I got pregnant, um, I actually, well, about a year before I got pregnant, I made Lifetime. So that means I reached my goal and I was able to, my goal weight and maintain that weight for six weeks. But, and I learned a lot during that round of Weight Watchers, but then I didn't take the time to continue going to meetings once a month and maintain. So part of it for me is just the accountability going to Weight Watchers meetings, hearing other people's struggles, getting the ideas, getting good recipes. That's one thing about Weight Watchers is they've got a lot of good recipes for healthy foods out there. And for me, it's all about making healthier choices. It's like there's a book out there called Eat This, Not That, that kind of like shows you what might be a better choice if you're going to go out to a restaurant or if you're going to go someplace. And for me, it's just during the day to day, every day, just making better choices about what I'm going to eat. If I'm going to, what I'm going to bring to work for lunch, what I'm going to eat for breakfast or things like that. And recognizing that we are foodies and we're going to indulge. And when we do that, just taking the time and the effort to not indulge the other six days of the week. So if we're going to go out to eat, like we went out to dinner um, on Saturday and we went to an Italian restaurant. We had an appetizer that was deep fried and glorious. And we had bread with, with olive oil. And then we both had these big pasta meals with creamy sauces. I'm, the number of calories in them was ridiculous. Oh, and we split a dessert. So I know we ate a ton of food. Then but the rest but of we the, at least split it. Yeah, we, we did <laughs> split the dessert. That's true. We used to get individual desserts. But then the rest of the week, I was more careful about what I ate. And I, that's part of it for me is just the choices. Yeah, and I completely agree. It isn't so much um, – you started to talk about, you know, the eat this, not that mentality, and that's important. But I've I've actually I've, – I've done the weight loss thing enough times to know what does and doesn't work for me. If, if I don't indulge in what I like every now and then, then I go crazy. Mm-hmm. But what I have to recognize and continue to do is that if, if you have a bad weekend, you can't then – have a bad monday and a tuesday you have to balance it out and mm-hmm. you have to that's a big thing for us you have to or else that's not, how the weight goes up if you have not use working out as a crutch because it's not yeah you can't use the well i'm gonna work out and so it'll all balance out because it doesn't it doesn't at all and um i also uh i i can lose weight without um i can lose weight without going to weight watchers um and i have before but I just after the, after after we had the baby and we both recognized okay we need to get we need to get these values back to being prime time. Mm, so we want to be beefcakes for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is we want to look good for the lifestyle and yeah. Well, I that's... mean that's the thing is we're exhibitionists, right? Yeah. So we want people to want to watch we, us we, fuck. We, so if we're not looking good, who's going to want to watch us? We have want sex? people to want to watch us. Yes, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, so no, and we wanted to look good for each other, just for ourselves, and that goes back to my original point, which I don't feel like it's douchey to say that I that 
just saying, just being happy with yourself, sometimes it's a tough, it's a harsh reality, but sometimes that's not enough. That if you have just even for health reasons that you need to just drop a few pounds, you know, you might not want, you know, you, you might, you don't need to get the six pack, but if it's just unhealthy, if you yeah. are, if if you're significantly overweight or then nobody wants to see that in a, at a swing club. Well, I mean, there are people who do like, who do mm-hmm. like bigger, so I'm not going to say that, but the majority of people don't want to see that and it's not good for you. And so that's why I did want to take a little bit, I, I wanted to talk about being healthy and getting in shape and struggles that we've had and not just, oh, you're fine how you are. Because I, I, I think you owe it to yourself. We owe it to ourselves to know that we're not, if, when, when well, we're not over, to be complacent, when we're overweight, we're not being all we can be. And, and we're not, we're not being healthy, we're not living up to our health and lifestyle potentials. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean lifestyle in terms of swinging, just, just being, life in general, being yeah. a living human and mm-hmm. being a healthy, a healthy person. Um, but we're not trying to stand on a soapbox and say, don't be fat, you know, like that's, well, no, I kind I mean, I am kind of saying that and i recognize that there's health reasons but i am saying that because i've been in where you're overweight i mean and i'm not there's there's i mean i still have love handles so i'm not there's no way that i'm saying that i i I still have work to do i mean um i i still have a decent amount of work to do i'm i'm happy with where i'm at i think a person would look at me and not think that i'm overweight um but I still have work to do. So, but I am saying work that you want to do. I wouldn't say it's work that you have to do for health reasons. It's work that you want to do. Well, there's a difference there. I, the, I I recognize that there's a difference between well, losing weight to get to a healthy weight and mm, then continuing to try and lose weight to get to be it, ripped. Like for you to say that somebody who's ripped with a six pack without, is, is without healthier like, than somebody who's just average weight, average build. Without, I, I don't with, know. Without bogging down the listeners in my in. You know, well, I mean, we, that's what all this episode is, kind of, is us talking about our struggles, um, actually. I mean, so, I just recently had a physical, and I was a little bit above. I I, I I, am an individual with a lot of muscle, so my BMI, I think, skews towards the higher side. But I just, last week, was or a week and a half ago, had a physical, and was right at the upper edge where the doctor thinks that, you know, more weight should probably come off. So mm-hmm. it isn't. Even though I, 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 I think that I, you know, I'm one of those individuals who has more muscle, but there is definitely fat there. Um, so no, but getting back to your point, I am saying that if you're overweight to, especially in the swinging lifestyle, everybody would appreciate it if individuals take the time to have pride in themselves to work at what they can. Now, it's not easy for everybody. I mean, I don't think it's easy for us. Mm-hmm. And it's a struggle, and I and I I get what you're saying. Like we don't want to alienate people. We don't want people to get upset because they're overweight. But I do think people owe it to themselves to make 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 strides to improve themselves. And this is a, a, a podcast about swinging. And what is it? What's the probably the number one thing that's important to people when they go on uh, chemistry? I would even, how they look. Well, I, mean, I would say and, and the people look th- at the pictures. The first. initial thing yep, is, the, is the pictures. That is the initial. The reason you even click on somebody's profile because before you even click on their before you read their profile and you learn that they have the same interests as you or they ride motorcycles as well as you do or whatever, you are intrigued by a picture that you click on, and so there's 
And you have to recognize that there are people who like people who are bigger, and everybody likes something different and well, is turned on by something yes, different. So I, I although can... you're turned on by a fit person, there are people who are too skinny as well. I mean, well, yes. you, there are people who you say, well, they, she could use 10 I pounds I don't like her, a woman so. who's really rail, rail thin at all. I, I, I would prefer bigger to rail thin, but I mean, I prefer a fit woman in general, but I do, I would... I would skew towards having a bigger woman than having a too skinny woman. I just don't like a, the bony look. But, um, so that, I, that's just where I stand on, on, on terms of, in, in terms of this. But I actually didn't finish getting through what my goals to continue success are. And mm-hmm. those are, I was, t- so I have started going to Weight Watchers for this round of weight loss and hopefully the last round of weight loss because after, the the pregnancy we as i mentioned we both wanted to lose weight and you were already you you've been lifetime before so you were just going to start going again just to get down to your goal weight mm-hmm. and i i i don't know what was different about this time but i just knew that my mindset just wasn't there the motivation to do it on my own just wasn't there i i don't know how to describe how i knew that but i knew that I'm gonna. I, you needed I, a kick I in needed, the pants for whatever reason. It wasn't just a kick in the pants. It wasn't just the initial. I needed, I needed Weight Watchers this time. I I needed something. It didn't have to be Weight Watchers necessarily, but you go to Weight Watchers, and so and I, it's worked for me. So. I, and it's worked for you. So I started going and tracking tracking the food. And you don't need Weight Watchers to track your food at all. There's free apps out there that you can track your calories. But going to Weight Watchers is going to be i think pretty important for me probably for the rest of my life in terms of i'm i just hit my lifetime goal at this last meeting which is pretty pretty cool and now i'm just in the maintenance phase and then Mm -hmm. i have six weeks of maintenance and then i'm lifetime and i recognize that like a like 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 an alcoholic needs to go to meetings to to you know have that support group there and um, I need to go and have accountability, mm-hmm. not just, and I, I need it to be serious accountability, whereas there's actual consequences. I mean, I guess if I never went back to Weight Watchers, then there, would, then there wouldn't be a consequence. But I need to go and know that I have to be under this weight or else I'm going to have to pay money yeah, every single and, month. And it's not like it's a significant amount of money, but it's still something. And we're, you know, and nobody it, wants it, that. It's a support group that, you know, they don't really advertise them you know they advertise themselves as weight loss but it's 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 uh support group it's it's just being just getting getting your batteries recharged and being excited to be healthy because it's easy to fall uh, i know for myself it's so easy to fall into the mindset of oh we were bad last night we got taco bell yep. and then oh today oh god i'd love to get some mexican takeout and then oh tomorrow night we don't want to cook let's get this and it's so easy to fall into that mindset and then and then oh, and we were like that even before having a baby oh yeah but now we have a baby definitely. which makes it that much harder definitely and then and then couple that with you miss a workout and then you're like well i had a big dinner i you know i had that taco bell so i don't feel like working out and then so mm-hmm. it cascades into and then you go and then you go on a swinging event out. and you drink Oh, drinking's a big I don't, one. I'm not that like swinging events are. I don't think they're not really like mm-hmm. too big of a problem in terms of. Yes, I mean, I guess if you're doing it every weekend, it could be. Well, yeah, because alcohol has a lot of calories in it. Yeah, yeah, it does. But I, I think a huge key to my continuing success is is actually going to be Weight Watchers, especially since I'm going to be at the point where I don't have to pay. Um, but just being accountable and knowing that I need to be 
I have a goal each and every month that, mm-hmm. that I and it that I don't want to be above and to make to put it on the calendar I'm going every single month because once you get a lifetime you only have to weigh in once a month mm-hmm. and you, I can go more often than that too but knowing that I'm locking myself in once a month I'm going and so I damn well better be yep underway. below my below my weight and, and we have each other because I've you know I made my lifetime a few weeks and I you, got back to my goal a few weeks ago and you made your lifetime before but then you stopped going I think we I stopped going and then a couple of months later I was uh, pregnant only a so. few it was only a few months later we got pregnant. Um, and then... and then it was downhill from there. See, I I agree with you that going to the meetings and the accountability is good, but as a foodie, I want to learn ways to make the delicious, delicious food that we like to eat in a healthy way and have it taste just as good. And yeah. that's a hard hurdle to do. I kind I, of have a different and I, approach. Which... I know, and I'm trying to explain my approach. Uh, well, go ahead. So I I want to take the time to to learn and really cook with healthy, fresh ingredients to make the food taste just as good. And I recognize that there's going to be days where we want the greasy, fatty, cheese-laden, you know, meaty, whatever it is that we're eating, and we want it to be unhealthy, and we want the fried food. And it's hard to replace that completely, but I've also realized that I need to learn to cook healthier. And an example of that is over New Year's, we like to fondue. It's kind of a tradition in our household. And we always get a bunch of different meats and make broth, and we do a cheese fondue, and then we do the meat, a meat and vegetable fondue, and then we follow it up with a uh, chocolate fondue. And I always make the chocolate using heavy whipping cream and baker's chocolate. And this year, I went and switched to fat-free half and half, but I didn't tell you that I did it. I just switched it out on my own and made the chocolate, and we ate it, and it was just as delicious. And then I told you that I had made the switch, and your response was, Oh, we weren't counting our calories. You should have just gone with the with the whole whipping cream. And I and I said, did it taste just as good? And you said, yeah, it did. So it was a little well, thinner. Then then why would we bother? It was a little thinner. Well, all I had to do was add another brick of chocolate. Like yeah. I could have made it just exactly exactly the same. So I realized that there are ways to cook and have the food be pretty much equally delicious and and not have to have as much of the the fatty fattiness. So I want to learn to do that better. And that's a that's that's a really good goal, and I should echo that more than I actually do because what's I mean I guess what's in, what's really important to me is to make sure that everything balances out, not 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 down to the down to the calorie, but if if we have a bad day or or a couple of, or we have a bad weekend, they're not and by I, bad just and just I, indulgent. And I, and I, and I shouldn't mean? even say bad. I mean we've gotten in the, that's actually like a. A habit that me and you have when we converse together is, oh, are we going to be bad tonight? And that yeah. means, are we not going to? Are we just going to get something? That are we going to be indulgent? Are we going to eat more exactly. calories so than we just, should? And we, so I, I said that, and you kind of looked at me, and I didn't even realize, you know, that maybe saying that we're going to be bad isn't the best phrase for the podcast. But that's how that's what we say in mm-hmm. our everyday life is, are we going to be bad tonight? And so, you know, I'm going to if if I stick with that, if we're bad on the weekend, I, I have to be disciplined enough to during the week to to be to be good to eat healthy eat mm-hmm. eat healthy foods and to watch my portions and to make sure that it balances out if i'm not if i'm not trying and to make sure it actually balances if i'm not trying to gain or lose weight which right now i'm still trying to lose a little bit so i actually want to still a little bit of a def- of a deficit but if i'm trying if if you want to balance it out then you have to you have to take that effort and it really is for those foodies out there like us, it takes real effort to because 
the 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 best foods are so delicious and so bad for you and i and i and i know that you and that's say, why i want to try and make those best food like it, for to be sustainable and to maintain being a foodie and not feel like you're constantly depriving yourself and not feel like oh we have to have a bad night i want i want to be able to have our bad nights i say that in quotes but have it still be healthy where i guess we feel like we're indulging but really not what i want to do is I want to make six nights out of the week good. I don't care if I get, like, you're sort of saying, and where I'm differing with you, actually, is you're saying that instead of getting the bad takeout Mexican for dinner, you'd rather make a healthier version well, that tastes no, good. Not, no, not entirely. I, I, wanna... I recognize that on the seventh night, we might want to get something unhealthy, but during the six nights of the week, I don't want to feel like I'm eating bland food. Well, I guess you're right there, that I want to... I want to have good, delicious I mean, I still food. want to, but yeah, I just yes. want to be healthy. And... But that's actually portion on regular days. Portions are kind of an issue because it's easy for me to overeat on anything. But for me, it's 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 important, and and it is I I know this about myself. It's important to get the foods that I like, get the takeout from the places that I like, and so doing that and and recognizing that I need to watch my portions throughout the rest of the week. I'm is... getting a craving for pizza after all this talk. <laughs> I could go for some deep dish pizza. Oh, God. See, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we'll, that's how this spiral We'll finish begins. recording this podcast and be like, well, we just talked for an hour. Should... Oh, you want to be bad? <laughs> well, let's go for no, fourth meal. No, that's how it, that's, and that's how it goes, but... Um... But I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, see, I actually... No, not for tonight. I'm st- well. It's it's a little later. Plus, I'm still trying to be good from our Italian that you had mentioned that we had from last week. I'm still trying to mm-hmm. because we have Weight Watchers. Trying to make up for that deficit. Well, we have I to have weigh in tomorrow morning. Wa- tomorrow morning is my first my first day of maintenance. So I have six six weeks of maintenance, and then I'm then I'm lifetime. Um. So I guess I guess that's enough talking about us and our own personal struggles. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything that you want to talk about in terms of external and in, in terms of in terms of you know what what you want to see from the lifestyle or or what you think not about us specifically but just the lifestyle as a whole or the population as a whole in terms of well i mean that's getting too broad but in terms of the swinging lifestyle in particular i can't deny that i want i like attractive people and i want to see attractive people and that means maintaining your body style I also don't deny that if we're at a party and we start talking and we click and you're maybe not in the best shape, we'll still probably end up playing with you. Well, but yes. but that initial email and that initial, like, if I've never met you before and we didn't just happen to start talking at a party, I agree with you. It, it, it definitely is all about the body size and the shape. And for me, it's about making an effort to to stay in shape. I know I'm instantly more attracted to people who say that, oh, I run two days a week. Exactly. Or, oh, I like to lift weights. Like, like that instantly increases my Re- attractiveness to you because it shows a respect for yourself. Yes, and, you have pride in yourself. And, and, and not and, only that, but it's a hobby that we enjoy, and so it's like a shared hobby as well. And you're spot on there. I mean, you could be overweight, but it, or, you know, there's definitely excess pounds, but if you say, you know, I like to work out or I do this, it at least lets me know that... And, and, I, and I'm saying I that that's a question I ask people is do you work out? I actually don't. I but if it happens to come up, then mm-hmm. it it brings people up a peg in terms of that they 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 pride themselves. You know, they even though they're not in the best shape, that they are still mm-hmm. it's that they still have pride in themselves. And I guess that's kind of where it comes down to is I want to play with people that are self-respecting. Yes, that they respect themselves enough to try to get 
in a healthy weight and a healthy and a healthy shape. And so, and I don't want to try to sugarcoat and say, and again, this is where I came back and said, you know, a lot of other podcasts, a lot of other, a lot of them things you hear is be happy with yourself and, and, but I don't, and I think in some, for some things that is true. And I, and I know that we're completely, and this could maybe not wait, but we could make a whole other episode about the other side of it is how society, society affects your mindset. And that actually wasn't what I wanted to get out with this episode. We could have a whole other episode is where society does cause body image issues. Yeah. And that, yeah. Actually, and that was a whole side topic that we had that we too much to cover for this episode today, because but... I don't want to sugarcoat that either, that there is, there are serious body image perception issues by the media mm-hmm. in this, in this country. But I also don't want to sugarcoat that swingers like to play with other swingers that are, in general fit and i know there's and and fit is a broad term yes and there's very broad there's there's gonna be there's a million exceptions out there where people are into bigger women bigger guys all everybody there's somebody out there for every body shape but let's be honest in general the general consensus is going to be somebody's going to want to somebody who's at least in is generally fit mm-hmm. is and and I think you can also give that the more, caveat of fit for their age too. It's going to be considered more attractive. Um, mm-hmm. And is it is it a and is it is that the best thing? You know, you could debate you you can debate that as well. There could be a whole episode, other episode debating the merit of should we worry like should you try to play with you know should you be so worried about whether or not your playmates fit and that's you know that's another that's another Mm -hmm. body image topic we could talk about but i kind of skipped that and just wanted just to talk about just cut the cut you know get right down in the brass tacks that we want to play with people who are in fit these are our struggles and then talk about that yeah and we we've both struggled with with weight so and the other thing too i actually wanted to bring up is um we haven't actually talked that much about specific um, workouts that we do. We've talked about Weight Watchers. We don't have to talk one, th- and I just want to mention it because we found that it's cost effective and um, just just time effective. We are he- big advocates of the Beachbody programs, which are like the P ninety X programs and um, Insanity. Insanity. There's one called T twenty five. That's only twenty five minutes a day. Fi- Turbo and fire. You most know, of the weight that we lost in this last round was doing T twenty five. Twenty five minutes a day. We exactly. Fit it in around the baby. We started two weeks after he was born, mm-hmm. um, and we knew that we we didn't have tons of time to work out, and so we did this workout program called T twenty five. Exactly, it's twenty five minutes, and it's very intense for those twenty five minutes, but. The thing that I, I, you know, and again, we have no affiliation with Beachbody. They couldn't care less about us. But I do like, and but just like with Cassidy, when I find a product that I like, I'm not ashamed or, I, you know, I'm not afraid to talk about them, give them some free promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think the Beachbody programs work well for a few different reasons. They, you, you don't have to have a gym membership. You can just, we, we have a treadmill and some we have a treadmill which actually you don't even need a treadmill for the beach body program right. i'm just our we have some free weights a we, couple of yoga mats yeah all you need to it's do really all you need. To, to do p90x is or is or or anything it doesn't have to be p90x but just have some weights some some weights a yoga mat 
somehow some way to watch a workout video and you can there's no way that i would spend money to go to a gym um a pull-up bar would be nice as well we have a pull-up bar and that's yeah we have one that's of those nice. although i recognize that it takes a long time to be especially for a woman to get to the point where you can do a pull-up men you know who are in reasonable shape can probably start off doing a couple of pull-ups but as a woman it, you need a lot of muscle to do a pull-up it's hard <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It took me a long time you, to be able to do you, a pull-up. You've done... And then you... I lost it when I got pregnant, and I'm working my way back. I can do a couple of pull-ups now. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just really nice. With the Beachbody programs, you don't you need minimal equipment, which is what's nice for a home. You don't need to have tons of workout equipment. Mm-hmm. You have a few a few free weights, or a few weights in general. Yep. And some space in your living room. A, a little bit of space. And not even that. If you did Insanity, um, Insanity doesn't need any weight nope, you, just cardio it's pure it's just cardio and you use your own body's resistance so and you sweat like a beast in that workout Whew. yeah the insanity workouts are no joke they're, they're they're tough um but yeah i just want to that's how that's what we do because i don't want to take the time to go to a gym but i also don't want my entire basement filled with 80 million pieces of workout equipment so that's why yep, we just when, have a little corner dedicated to workout equipment when we pretty dis- minimal when we discovered beachbody programs it actually was i mean and beachbody is not the only uh company out there that makes workout programs other ones they're just the ones that we've gravitated towards mm-hmm. but we've also we've had, had success with them but we, so. we just like to be able to work out at home and things that have worked for us we've also have a playstation 3 and there was uh um, electronic arts ea they made a cool little game you know, game in quotes because it's not a game, but a, like a workout program that you could do on the PlayStation Three called EA Sports Active, mm-hmm. and they they made it for the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and the Wii as well. And um, then it's you know, there's six weeks and nine week programs, and so I I really advocate doing these programs that you can do at home because. You don't gotta pack a gym bag. You don't you have can, to take. You don't it, have to take the time to transport yourself if, to the gym. If I had to, if I had to take the time to go to the gym to work out i oh that would be a, such a struggle i i don't want to say that i wouldn't go to the gym but i probably wouldn't i don't know it yeah was, i mean there's frequently times where we don't get to working out until eight or nine o'clock at night and are you going to go to a gym at that time of the night well maybe not i mean with the baby that's the norm now yeah. and um and in the summer when it's when it's not um late fall and winter i i can't run outside but i like to run outside too i like to i like to run and so um, that's that's something else that I, that I found that works really well for me. But the Beachbody programs are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I we're, right now we had just started P ninety X three, which is a thirty minute each workout is thirty minutes, and we 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 just started this week. Just this, so we've only done five workouts. Uh, today's Friday. We've done we started on Monday. We we've done five workouts, and um, it's, been doing it, it so far. It's pretty intense. I it, it's good. I th- I think you know you're always skeptical with. Even with T25, you know, how good, you know, are you going to get 25 minutes? Because the original P90X, they're hour-long workouts. And so these are 30 minutes. And so far, I'd say they're good. And, and with the when, when when your time is already precious as it is, it's it's nice to be able to fit in a workout and know that it's only going to be 30 minutes uh, mm-hmm. or know that it's only going to be 25 minutes. I think it makes it that much easier to push yourself harder, too, because you've only got 30 minutes. So you just – you can – push more than if you're working out and over the course of an hour you might kind of go light in the first half an hour because you're like oh i gotta save my energy for the second half an hour you know yeah yeah so i um before we wrapped up the before we wrapped up this body image episode because we're actually we we probably should have some a couple others discussing some of these other 
some the other side of the coin that mm-hmm. we that we've talked about. I think it's fair to talk about that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, give me the one key to your success. The one key. <laughs> What's the most important thing for you? I'll put you on the spot here. What's the most important thing for you to do to maintain? Because we, as, as I mentioned, we've had we've struggled with seesawing. If there was only one thing, what's the most important thing? Not portion o- size. That's the hardest part for me. Portion size. Just like I said, a bowl of cereal, a cup of raisin bran fills like less than half of our bowls. Yeah, assume- I look at it and I'm like, that's not enough. It's, I know. It's all about portion size and like. Not not necessarily individual portion size, but aggregated over the course of a day. Like I know eating really just eating what a person of my size should be eating in a day. We just had, and that's so minimal. Like I hate bogging it down into just one takeaway. But well, no, but that's what I gain my weight. I I gain weight because I t- eat more than I should, and the way to do that is to watch my portion size. Yeah, I phrase it wrong. It isn't what's the one thing that's important, but I guess it's what's the most important thing because there there is priorities too. I think mm-hmm. as as much as I advocate working out, working out is actually probably the you can get in excellent. I wouldn't say excellent excellent shape without working out, but you can get down to a healthy weight without working out. You can lose weight just by modifying what you eat. So mm-hmm. working out... It doesn't out, mean... I mean, cardiovascularly, you could not be in shape at all, but you could be skinny. Well, yes. But in terms of your... In, in, in terms of being a healthy weight, I guess, mm-hmm. I, uh, working out is not it, is not at the top of the list at all. But what I would... Portion size, it's hard to argue with that being the number one priority. But I guess for me personally, it's... It's doing that... It's the balancing act, as I mentioned, because I am not, I don't want to go without some of my favorite foods. And so mm-hmm. I just have to. And that kind of goes hand in hand with eating healthy I mean, six guess, out of seven days a week. Yeah, or whatever, which means you know. watch. I mean, I guess, you know, everything feeds into each other because to be, to, to, to balance things out, I have to watch portion sizes the rest of the week. I mean, I guess. And probably work out too. I mean, I guess you're, I mean, I guess you can't really. They go hand in hand. Portion it's hard to have one without the other. It's hard yeah. to be indulgent. Every now and then with not watching portion size other times and working out. Yeah. So, all right. Hopefully we didn't alienate too many people <laughs> with the body image, but I don't know. It's important. It's, 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 it's something that we struggle with. And I hope, you know, you always, that comes you always say that somebody quit smoking. They're like, well, I hope that this is, you know, for good. And we've gotten down to food is just like a drug for, for both of us. It definitely liking it to quitting smoking. I think is the perfect analogy because well, we've quit, we've quit food and then we've gained the weight back and then we've quit food and gained the weight back. And now we have to realize that unlike smoking, we need to learn to maintain. Well, I'm, it's not just quitting, you know, you can't quit food. Like you can't well, go cold. Exactly. Turkey. Which is, so which is us, exactly why I've, I've it's a food lifestyle change and that's they, they talk about that at Weight Watchers is making a lifestyle change and dedicating the time to thinking about your, yourself and what you're going to eat and that and that really is what it is I mean I've gotten to the point where I've seesawed enough times that I know that accountability is important and discipline and the Weight Watchers the, as I mentioned there's other places you can go for support but Weight Watchers is a good support and accountability and will cause me to be to help me be disciplined because it takes a little bit of that internal, the internal desire and takes it external that I, I have a, a tangible reason to maintain this weight because if mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Weight Watchers, then I don't want to pay. Yeah. And it's what, a half an hour, once a month. That's such a minimal time input. That... Exactly. And, and it's, it recharges your batteries. I, it does recharge your batteries every Saturday we go and it recharges your batteries and you just can 
maintain and it it helps to having a support group in general i know is going to be a big key to my success and it's kind of crazy to to say that i'm a person who to maintain my weight needs to probably go to a support group because <laughs> it's funny you know but i mean there's people to not smoke that you know to to not drink the aa is a huge is a mm-hmm. huge help na for for drugs i mean it's kind of crazy but i've kind of i've made that realization that yep gotta just come to terms with that that i'm enough of a foodie that i need a support group that's yeah that's what that's kind of that's where we're at it's kind of sad but at the same time no i disagree it's well just, i do think because, i don't think going to a support group is a sad thing i just you know if you need it you recognize it and you go you shouldn't be embarrassed about it no no, no I'm i'm not or, embarrassed but there is that part of you that in my mind says, you know, if I was a little bit of a stronger willed person, I could just, I could do this without going to to the Weight Watchers. I could do this without having this accountability. But that's how, you know, one gaining one pound turns into gaining five pounds, it turns mm-hmm. into gaining 10 pounds. And yeah, and I, I, and I can't fall back on the excuse that it's because of the baby because I've gained weight, never 60 pounds, but I've gained weight before. It's <laughs> not quite that much. So, well, we're running along. We're we're running along with this episode. So why don't we go ahead and wrap it up? Sounds good to me. Although I like to go bareback with you. No wrapping <laughs> it up. So thanks for listening. Uh, you can email us all of your angry complaints about this episode. I'm kidding. Well, you can email us complaints. But <laughs> yeah, she isn't getting. I'm hoping that you don't have any complaints. If you do complaints. have complaints, please email us. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can reach us at swingingaround at gmail dot com. No g at the end of swinging. We're at Twitter. You can follow us. We're just swinging around uh find us on facebook swinging around and also you can find us on am i missing something did you did, did you mention the cassidy, cassidy community? yep you can find us that was what i was missing cassidy we're swinging around on cassidy again no g at the end of swinging yes. there's a, uh, a swinging around community how do they as find well the as our profile they, do you i, I think so, i asked you this last time when but you, i've since forgotten to find the community you just log on to your cassidy profile and across the top there's a link for communities you can click on that uh, go to go to. Can you browse community? Go to search for a community, and I think they might have communities set up by category. But I haven't spent a lot of time there, so yeah. Uh, but if you search for a community and you type in podcast or you type in swinging around, will come up. All right. So and then also we've got our phone number. Call us and leave us a sexy voicemail at four one five seven swing seven. Oh, I know what I wanted to mention. Um, we just recently discovered that you can leave comments for those for those of you who listen through Stitcher. You can leave comments on the uh, podcast through Stitcher, and, yep, and reviews too. Or that's what I meant. I mean, comments and re- comments and reviews are kind of the same thing. For I mean, you leave a comment on iTunes. It's the same. Is I mean, if if if, if I were, oh, you're shaking your head. Give well, because me... I think comments are episode specific, and reviews are about the podcast as a whole. Well, the blog calls them comments, but I mean, if I said leave us a comment on iTunes, is that you know really incorrect? Because it would be a review, but. I don't know. It's a difference. It's it's a difference of content. Either way, Stitcher has a uh, capability for you to do that. For those of you who are Stitcher fans, so yeah, I did. Rate we, us on iTunes. Leave the, us a, a comment slash review on Stitcher. Yeah, I discovered that by accident. Found found the Stitcher page where we we had a review and I didn't even know it. So, um, yeah, it was it was it was kind of funny that oh. You, you can leave reviews, and we have some on Stitcher. So, yeah, those of you Stitcher listeners, you're not left out in the dust, left out in the wind. Left out in the dust, is that even a phrase? I don't know. You're not left out to the wind, blowing in the wind. Leave us a, leave us a review. Stay sexy and stay swinging. Break, break, break it, break it.